Hey, everybody, and welcome to Outdoor Edge's Love of the Hunt podcast. Uh, I want to talk to you today about kind of a, a topic that nobody ever thinks about. You know, it's a really important one, and that's called cross-contamination. And I know a lot of you are probably listening right now going, what in the world is he talking about? Or if you're watching it, you know, you're probably going, what in the world is he talking about cross-contamination? Well, you know, we all hunt for one reason, and I hope that's the one reason that everybody's hunting for. You know, it's not the length of the beard or the size of the rack. You know, it's all about the love of the hunt even though it is nice to put a big trophy on the wall it's really about you know providing meat for our families you know when I was a kid growing up man I didn't know what beef and pork was I mean all I ever knew was you know wild game meat you know when I ate my first piece of beef I thought that was strange and many people nowadays eat their first piece of wild game meat and they think that's strange but cross-contamination as many of you know my background is in the commercial meat packing and processing industry you know I was president of the Pennsylvania Association of Meat Processors and, you know, spent many, many years and founded their regulatory advisory committee and ran a HACCP certified uh, meat packing company and a slaughter plant and everything like that. And one thing that was a big topic for us was cross-contamination. So let me define what that is. It's really, you know, whenever I'm going to put this in really rude terms, but it's like, you know, whenever you've got, you know, the scrotum of a deer in one hand, right, and you're taking that off and then you don't even wash that hand or clean that hand and you just reach right in and you grab a hold of the hind quarter, that is cross-contamination. I mean, you've just taken all that filth that's on the outside of the hide of that animal and you've directly contaminated it right onto the carcass of the animal. You know, where this gets to be a big factor at is cross-contamination is a major, major concern in so many restaurants. And I'll tell you how it occurs there is, you know, you'll have a prep cook back there and let's say maybe he's not being paid the highest wage or whatever you want to say, right? So he goes and he's preparing a salad. He's got a salad to prepare for you and he's got to get your chicken ready for on that salad. So basically what he does is he uses the same cutting table and he throws your raw chicken up there. He chops that up and he throws it right on the grill, right? So he can start prepping and preparing your your chicken that's going to go on your chicken salad. And then he grabs the head of lettuce and instead of taking the time to clean and sanitize that or even move to a different area, he doesn't care. So he just throws it right up there in that chicken juice and he cuts it up and then he lays it out there and he serves it to you right now all of a sudden uh, you go home and you're sick right so you see this with pork and beef you know in the commercial meat packing industry um, you know if we can go from beef we can go from beef to chicken but we can't go from chicken to beef because many people are going to eat beef kind of in a raw or maybe a you know a rare let's call it rare or medium rare uh state you know of cook so they're they're not going to uh, be completely cooking that whereas chicken you know most people are going to cook chicken you know completely cooked so you can't you can go from beef to chicken you can go from beef to pork but you can't go from pork to beef right you can't go back and forth that direction you can go one way but you can't go the other because that causes cross-contamination but a lot of time in restaurants they really don't care about it and and the cross-contamination that I'm talking about right now is like really bad cross-contamination. Now, when we worked in the slaughtering industry, when we were butchering cattle, right, anytime that you took your knife and you slit through the hide of the animal, you had to walk over to the sterilizer, which was a 180-degree, you know, bin of water, and you had to sterilize that knife before you could begin skinning with it again. So, you know, it took a lot of time, right? So, you'd, uh, you know, whether you were eviscerating the animal or if you were splitting the legs or whatever you were doing, just opening the hide anywhere, 
You had to go over and sanitize that knife, come back and begin working. Same way with your hands. I mean, the last thing you would want to do is have a hold of a beef's back leg, you know, and pardon my language, but you know, it's all covered in manure and crap all over it, right? And you're pulling that back and you're skinning that back leg out. And then the next thing you do is you reach in there and you grab right a hold of the hind quarter. I mean, how many times do we do this as hunters? We do it constantly. So one thing I would say, you're saying to yourself, you know, Brad, you know, this goes on all the time, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've done this this way for years and years and years. Well, you would not believe how many cases of foodborne illness that show up in the emergency rooms every year due to cross-contamination and contamination that came from wild game meats. But the thing is, is it doesn't get reported because uh, the the FDA and USDA define wild game meats as a non-amenable species. So what non-amenable species means is they view it as not even edible. So the moment you shoot that with a gun and you blow right through that animal, you take all the hide and hair and you push that right through the chest cavity of the animal, the USDA says, hey, listen, you know, that's that's not fit to eat anymore. In the same way with a bow, whether you're an archery hunter, when you shoot that arrow through the chest cavity of that animal and it drags through there and it pulls all the hair and everything like that through there, you know, it, it's uh, and then also the fact that it wasn't offered for inspection. So they don't know if the animal was 100 percent healthy before you harvested it or not. You know, as hunters, we don't worry about that type of stuff. And but one thing that we do worry a lot about is cross contamination or maybe we should be worried about it, especially you know, if you're an elk hunter, you know, if you're an elk hunter, you're a mule deer hunter and, you know, you're going to be out there processing that animal right there in the field. You know, you can't bring it back where you've got a sink there, you know, where you can split the back legs, wash that knife off a little bit. And I'm not talking about perfection here, guys. I'm not talking about, you know, getting it absolutely perfect here, right? I'm just saying we can be a little bit more aware of what we're doing than what we are, right? We've got kids, you know, we've got family members, everything like that. You know, the last thing that you want to do is get one of those people sick, especially, you know, if you got a granddaughter, or, you know, someone like that, that you're trying to introduce to wild game meat and they get a bellyache the first time they eat it because of some form of cross-contamination that could have been avoided, right? So even if you carry some alcohol field wipes with you, I mean, a little bit of something is better than nothing, right? So if you're splitting that hide open, you can take that alcoholic field wipe and you can wipe that blade off. You can keep your hands just a little bit reasonably clean, You know, I see so many guys, you know, okay, you're over here helping me skin the animal. All right, now I pull the back strap out and you reach out with your two dirty hands or like, hey, give that to me, right? You know, give that to me, hand it over, you know, give me that back strap out of that or hand me that hind quarter, right? You've got all that good meat there and now you're going to hand it over to a guy that's got, you know, hair and manure and dirt and everything all over his hands so he can put it in your game bag. So, I mean, there's a lot of cross-contamination. We never really even think about it, but a lot of it can be, you know, a lot of it can really be avoided. You know, you've got the, you know, Kulabuk has the antimicrobial game bags. I mean, that's a great start right there when you start talking about cross-contamination. I mean, so if you do get some contamination on the outside of that and you put it in that game bag, that game bag is going to reduce the growth of surface bacteria and it's going to keep that bacteria from multiplying anymore, you know, so you want to try to reduce it as much as you can just by safe handling practices, right? Safe handling practices. 
practices. Being careful what you're doing, thinking about what you're doing. All right, I just used this hand to hold the hide and I was pulling out on the hide and I was skinning with it. Let me take a field wipe or something and clean that hand up a little bit before I start digging right into the carcass. Takes a couple seconds, guys. It's not gonna it's not gonna slow you down that much. Just take a field wipe, wipe your hands off a little bit, clean the blade of your knife a little bit, and then go ahead and dig back in again, you know, before you start cutting right into that hind quarter or start digging down right in there and you start whether you're deboning an animal, you know, if you start deboning it, you know, now you're digging right into the center of that muscle tissue and you're introducing all that bacteria right into the inside of that animal. So just think about that cross-contamination a little bit, pay a little bit more attention to what you're doing with your hands. You know, watch out, you know, that you're not handling the outside of that hide with one hand and then reaching right over, grabbing a hold of that nice clean hind quarter. You know, we're always skinning, trying to keep all the hair off of it, trying to do a good job. And then the next thing you know, you don't even think about your hand and your hands all covered in crud. And then you just reach right in and grab right a hold of that hind quarter. I see it happen so many times. So uh, just watch the cross-contamination this year. Keep that food safe. I mean, that's what it's all about is providing, you know, good products for our families. You know, that's what we're all about. And, uh, you know, we want that meat to be safe, make it safe. So I hope this helped you. If you have any questions or anything, you know, be sure and, you know, put your comments up and we would uh, love to hear from you. And to see more podcasts like this, uh, be sure and visit our website at loveofthehunt.tv.